right, all right, all right. Hey, y'all, how you doing? This is Bree, and welcome back to another episode of Solo Mominates. How you? <laughs> I don't even want to hit y'all with the Wendy Williams. How y'all doing? <laughs> but yeah, so this is Bree. Welcome back to another episode of Solo Mominate. Solo Mominate, where we talk about solo, co-parenting, single, and your dating status, parenting issues, or anybody issues because I know I'm just figuring this life out and then I know you're figuring it out so why not we figure it out together yes I have not used my equipment in so long y'all I'm not even gonna hold you up I have not used my equipment in so long that it literally my son has been using it as a toy and there was not a lot of stuff on my desk that I actually record on but um there was a lot of stuff on the chair by my desk and I have just been y'all I have been living and now I have not been living I have been experiencing life I have not been living life because when you live life there's usually you know some enjoyment I have just been experiencing life like I have just been experiencing things and so uh, I really wanted to use this kind of come back to my equipment episode as a come back and let y'all know what I've been doing but I've a lot of my episodes have been that um so this one will be no different (laughs) um I really just want to jump back into it and kind of spend this time talking to you uh, about what's been going on so here here's the deal right (laughs) I've been working at a job that is 45 minutes away from my house so being a solo parent (laughs) I have been driving hold on (laughs) I'm sorry y'all I, again, I haven't used my equipment in so long. I'm getting, I'm trying to get used to sitting at the desk again, using the mic, You make sure my headset is on and every the sound is right. I'm trying to, I, the feeling, it just is not there right now, right? But it, it's going to come back. <clears throat> so I've been working at, at a job that's uh, 45 minutes south of my house. Um, there's been some changes in my love life. <laughs> There have been some changes in my emotional state, my my mental state. There's been some changes um, in my physical body. So much, right? So there's been changes all around. And like I said, I've just not, I haven't been really living. I've just been experiencing. And I've learned from my experiences nonetheless, but it's just been an experience. And I don't know how many of y'all can really relate to that because like as a solo parent or if you're co-parenting, when you just get into this mode, when you just get into this habit, you just start going and it's not like you are really doing anything. It's just habitual. Like I get up, wash rinse repeat get up go to the job drop or really go to the daycare drop the kids off go to work do your job get off of work drive to the daycare pick the kids up go to the gym or go home cook dinner take you know put them in a bath you take a shower wash rinse repeat like this is it just becomes habitual and and there was one week where 
I literally never sat on my couch for, I didn't sit on my couch for like seven days. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Like Saturday, Sunday, did not sit on my couch. I woke up in the morning. I got up, showered, got dressed, put the kid in the car and we was out running errands. Came back home, didn't sit down on the couch. We started cooking and cleaning up the house. After I did that, put my son in the bathtub, took a shower myself, went to bed, woke up the next day, had something else to do. And I never sat on my couch. And then like I walked past my couch and it was like Wednesday the following week. So at this point it's like 10 days. I was like, I have not sat on my couch in more than a week. And I don't know if y'all ever thought about that, but it's like, we, what's the purpose of even having some things in our house, right? When, you know, if I'm not eating dinner at my dinner table, why well, have a dinner table? If I'm not eating, you know, I'm not sitting on my couch, um, reading a book or catching up on a show or a movie that I might have liked. If I'm not using it, why do I have it? Why am I paying for And that's why I stopped paying for cable. I don't know how many of y'all um, have cable, but I stopped paying for cable because I was like, I'm never in my house. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I don't even watch TV. I mean, there's so many shows I'm like, man, I want to catch up on. And sometimes I just have to take a day or take, you know, a couple hours. And I'm like, well, let me just sit and watch this with, you know, hopefully uninterrupted. But yeah, like how many of us have just kind of gone through the motions and just have been experiencing life, but not really living life. You know, that has been my reality for a little while now. Um, I don't want this episode to be formal. Like I really want this to be informal because there's so many things that I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to try to hone in on one thing. And it was a conversation that I had with one of my girlfriends and it was about how we uh, choose partners. (laughs) Y'all already know (laughs) when we are choosing a partner especially as uh, solo parents or co-parents, right? Her perspective, she was coming from a co-parenting point of view. And in her co-parenting position, like I I really got to, I have an episode recorded with her, but I haven't posted it. Yeah, that's, y'all just be mad at me. But I have an episode, her and I are having a conversation and we often talk about like our kids because her kids are older. My son is three, Um, but I look to her for advice because I'm like, wait a minute, you got one out of college, you got two on the way, like you doing it right, girl. Like I'm trying to be like you, but she co-parents and there's a different way that she has to show up in relationships when you you co-parent versus as a solo parent. And we talked about this, a solo parent. I don't have interaction with my son's father. Um, He doesn't have interaction with his father, uh, not by our choice, but by my son's father's choice. So it's a different way that I show up in dating than she shows up in dating, right? But we still do a lot of things similarly. Like everybody can't meet kids. Everybody can't good enough for the fam. I I wrote this in a blog post and, and I think I recorded an episode. Like everybody's not good enough for the fam. You don't, you can't meet kids. Sorry. You just, you're not. I don't want my son to know. I don't even want my son to know that we're friends. <laughs> let alone that I I may potentially go out on a date with you. I don't even want him to know that I know you. (laughs) So, um, 
But we were talking about choosing partners. Let me get back on focus, right? So what we discussed was as a woman, we don't want a savior for us, you know? I don't want somebody to come in and feel like they're saving me, you know? I want somebody that's going to come in and he's going to add value to my life. He's going to add value to my child's life and not saving me. That's the biggest issue that I've had because a lot of a lot of men see solo moms or co-parenting moms and they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, the, the baby daddy ain't around, so you know what I'm saying? I'm about to come in and play daddy and stuff. Like, actually, you're not. <laughs> actually, I'm choosing to have you around because, you know, I, there is a um, desire to want you and not a necessity to have you. And I don't know if that resonated with anybody, but that hit me. (laughs) But we always say that, like, I don't need a man to come in and be like, I'm about to change your life, girl. Like, I want a man who's going to say, I'm here to add value to what you've already built. So this particular friend T and I um, are now business partners and we are uh, starting a business uh, that is launching this year. And as we're building this business is two women, two black women for that matter. We are focusing on building a legacy for our children. Now, again, that's not to say that I don't want uh, a man that's going to have his stuff together financially. I'm just saying I don't want you to be a burden, but I'm definitely not going to be a burden to you. You're not coming in and you're not going to be instantly paying bills and paying a mortgage or a car note or, you know, paying for childcare tuition. You're not, those things are handled before you got here. And so while you're here, you should be an value add to me. You shouldn't be draining me. And so that means that you, uh, a partner should not be coming in. And, you know, one of the things I've seen is a lot of times men will come into a situation with a single mother or a woman who's co-parenting or is a solo parent. They'll come in and then they are there is now a deficit in the house. He's eating up all the food. Um, he's not working <laughs> or, you know, he, he laying down in the bedroom, but he ain't laying down no money for the kids to be able to go to an amusement park, like make it make sense. Tell me how this makes sense. How are, what are you doing? But you have essentially become a burden in our lives and not, and not an asset. You were not, and you're not a value add. You are taking away from what we already had. That was a good thing. So that's, you know, we were talking about that this week and it was funny because it came back full circle because I was talking to some of my guy friends and it was crazy because I had like three guy friends hit me up with similar, all similar issues. Like, man, my girl ain't been working or, um, I want, I'm going through a separation and da, 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 da. Everybody's hitting me up with the same things. And my thing was, uh, the reoccurring thing was, man, I'm sitting up here, I'm elevating, I'm doing better. She's, you know, she's stagnant. She's staying the same. Everybody was saying that. 
and as vice versa is I'm dating this man and I'm elevating I'm you know I started making 20,000 more dollars and he's staying the same he don't want to do nothing because a lot of times we choose partners based on the P and not their potential or you know men will choose a woman based on her P and I don't mean what ends in a SY we'll put it like that they're choosing women based on their P blank 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 SY and women are choosing men sometimes on the P or they're choosing them on their potential oh he has potential to do better yeah he might have potential but does he have the drive is he motivated to it does he want to is he going to you know what I'm saying men date women and they're like oh yeah her you know she good in the bedroom um but what else does she provide does she have potential does she have drive you know you can take ask someone here's a the biggest indicator ask somebody where they were 10 years prior and see where they are today ask even better Ask me where I was five years ago, financially, emotionally, mentally, see where I am today. If I have not gotten at least 20% better, there is something wrong. Because by, by national standards, if you were in a job, you should have at least a 2.5% pay increase every year. Just at least, that's at the minimum, right? If in five years... This person has not improved by at least 20%. That means that they are they are complacent with status quo. They are totally happy with being status quo. And that's not bad for some people, but if you are somebody who's a go-getter, see, this is real life. My dryer just stopped. <laughs> I'm gonna come right back, y'all. Okay. So it doesn't seem like I missed a beat, but I totally walked away for like three minutes. <laughs> but where was I? Okay, so if your man or your woman is status quo, right? So what? <laughs> I forgot what I was trying to get to. So essentially, moral of the story is this. If if somebody's not improving, you know it's just basic things like you might be a driven person that's where I was going you might be somebody who is extremely driven you have you're ambitious you want you know I want to start a business I want to write a book I want to you know be um I want to be a producer I want to be this I want to be a dancer I want to start my own studio whatever you might have all these ambitions but what will happen is you get with somebody who is like yeah that sounds great and then they're really just saying it it just sounds good and they don't have that ambition too they don't have that drive you guys are not going to be compatible long term you're going to be frustrated because one of you is going to be like I'm trying to pursue these dreams and the other person is like well I'm over here either not working or I'm working just enough to keep us afloat so now things are not in alignment 
and you get frustrated. Um, sometimes you with somebody and you know who you are. I know I totally know how that is, is being with somebody and you know who you are and they're either they don't know who they are or they are still figuring themselves out. It's difficult because you got to have a lot, a lot, a lot of love, a lot, a lot of patience and a lot, a lot of desire to want to go through that process with somebody. I had to find myself three times, <laughs> like seriously, I found myself when I went to college, there was a whole another side of me that I had to explore, right? Found myself outside of college because now I'm becoming a woman and I'm traveling, I'm living life, I'm figuring out where do I want to be physically in this country or this world? What are, where do I want to be physically and where do I want to be financially? There was a constant, um, growth in me from me leaving college to me just constantly expanding my income increasing my income I was like okay I want to make 20,000 more dollars okay I want to make 15,000 more dollars and every time I set a goal for myself there was a level that I had to escalate to even now I wanted to make um, 20 thousand dollars more than my last job and I did but there was there was work that had to happen now subsequently there was a decision that had to be made of where was I going to go to go to work and so here we are right we're we're in this situation where we are um we are now building this life for ourselves that is you know so much greater than what we imagined previously if you're with someone who was like I am taking the snails route and I am totally comfortable taking 20 years to reach retirement and you're like uh no I am trying to retire by 35 you are not going to be on the same plan you guys are not on the same game plan and it, while it sounds good in theory it's not going to work. It's just really not going to work. And I think that what's most important is to be with somebody that you guys have similar goals. You guys have similar thought processes. I mean, that's just basic stuff, right? Be with somebody that is going to understand you, understand your plight, because then it just makes the journey together so much more enjoyable and not as not as painful as I've, I've, I've seen or experienced. Um, so, yeah, that's what that was all about um fun fun you know getting those random text messages in the middle of the night if you want to support my child in this venture <laughs> I'm like sure after my podcast <laughs> so another thing in um discovering relationships I was <laughs> watching Ayala fix my life love her love her and Ayanla had um, a couple on and Julian, and I can't remember the fiance's name, the man, but Julian, a um, little bit, a little bit strong will, uh, sis was a little bit strong and I, I support you on your strength, girl. But it, you know, sometimes we do have to, um, and I, I'm a true testament to this like sometimes I gotta let my guard down and let people tell me about myself because it's not easy and it don't feel good but sometimes we gotta let our guard down and listen um but it was interesting what she said what um Ayala said about the fiance the man was that he was um love 
he was thirsty for love for you know all intents and purposes um just kind of summing it up she said that he was thirsty for love and when you are love deprived or you are thirsty for love you will hang on to any bit of love that you receive toxic or not and I was like that is so true because when we are I know I've been thirsty in the past and I've been with people that just did me dirty like I just I remember when I was in college and I was in love like you could not tell me nothing literally my man was out there cheating was cheating on me (laughs) but I mean people would be like he's cheating on you girl he was you do you see him over there like we would be in a club and he would have women sitting on his lap if a man came up and so much as brushed my shoulder he would be like see you a hoe see I knew it but I'm like you literally just had a girl twerking in your lap across the room and this brother accidentally bumped into me with his drink and now all of a sudden I've, I've slept with him what what happened what just happened and so I was so but I was so thirsty for this man I just loved him so much I just was like I see potential in him I see all the things that he can be I want to be his wife I'm trying to have his babies like I'm trying to be all of it I'm trying to be all of it so nobody could tell me anything about him as dysfunctional as unhealthy as um unreasonable as our relationship was I was not willing to walk away from it and so (laughs) in that space I I tolerated a lot a lot that I shouldn't and so as I grew up out of that and I realized that I can I'm not even I can have I deserve to have a love that loves on me as much as I love on them it pours into me as much as I pour into them. And I think sometimes men and women, especially solo parents, we have a terrible, 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 terrible time of getting to a space from, you know, sometimes we are there more often than not, but we get to a space where we feel that it is necessary for us to tolerate or stand or take just shit that we really shouldn't you know it's just plain and simple we just tolerate things that we should not tolerate we deal with people we should not deal with and we're in relationships that we totally shouldn't be in and sometimes I know for me I'll stay in a relationship because I'm like I know what it's like to be hurt and so I don't want to hurt someone but I know that the relationship's no good. I know that the relationship is not fulfilling for me. And I know that I'm not being the best version of myself for that person. So ultimately, I'm doing both of us a disservice. And I don't want to do that. What I want to do is I want to be the best version of me so that I can give the best to someone else. And then on top of that, more than anything, parents, just promise me, just do this. Don't be in a relationship for the sake of your child. We do our children the worst disservice by staying in relationships that are unhealthy, that are toxic, that are painful, that are detrimental to our physical health, that are detrimental to our emotional health, that are detrimental to our mental health. We stay in these relationships that are verbally abusive, been there been in a relationship before that was physically abusive. Um, Thankfully, it was before my son, but 
had I stayed and accepted that I would have you know that's a victim mindset I would have stayed there and been like well I did say this or I did do that to set them off right um I've been in relationships that were physically abusive emotionally abusive um and just verbally abused. I've been in a relationship where a man called me stupid. And I was like, not even just stupid. Like, he was just like, you ain't gonna be shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. You ain't, nobody likes you. I'm all, I don't even know why I'm with you. And I'm like, I don't know either. And, <laughs> but then like, it's very short lived with me because then I start to have my self-talk and my self-talk is, my self-talk is crazy. <laughs> my self-talk is like, what girl what are you doing what what's happening no 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 girl come over hey girl hey girl hey come sit down yeah let's talk about this um you just let this fool call you dumb call you out your name you let this man talk about you told you to stay at home and yeah and from being in those situations, you know, I've every every time I've been in a, a situation like that, I've gotten counseling. I've gone through my process of, you know, healing, which is extremely necessary. But after coming through that, hurt recognize hurt, pain recognize pain, and as I say, um, gangster recognize gangster. <laughs> so when we see we see hurt in somebody else you're like oh I know that because I've been there so when you're with somebody who has that hurt either you know they're lashing out on you or they're not lashing out on you but they're behaving in a certain way hurt recognize hurt and I'm like oh no I can't be here because I know that there's a process that you're about to go through and I want to go through this process with you but I need you to understand that you got to go through it a lot of times people are not ready to go through their own grieving or healing process, but they want you to stay around. No, you gotta go. And that's a hard decision to make. And it's like, why would you leave somebody when they need it, when they need you the most? I'm not leaving you when you need me the most. I'm leaving the relationship. So we gotta take, we gotta take these things apart. We gotta separate the two. I'm leaving the relationship because the relationship is not about to be a healthy or a viable option for us because we're not going to grow here you cannot grow flowers cannot grow in unfertile ground and that ground is unfertile as long as that person is unhealthy so as long as that person is unhealthy and unwilling to go through the process of healing or changing nothing's going to grow there it's just going to be it's going to produce more mud and all you're going to get is worms <laughs> Sorry, that's that's what you're going to get. So we need to understand as women, as men, when we, it's crazy because as much as I've gone through toxic, you know, I've experienced toxicity from a partner. I've also been a toxic partner. And I know that when I was going through postpartum depression, I was a toxic partner because one, I did not know I was going through postpartum depression. <laughs> Two, I, um was definitely you know kind of had the mood swings going on I would be like yay and then I would be like I'm just don't know what to do huh? my life is not gonna get better I mean he probably was like this bitch is crazy <laughs> um so I know what it's like to be in a toxic relationship on both sides and 
uh, I definitely want to make sure that my son never experiences that or protect him as much as possible from um, if I notice that I'm being the toxic version, I've got to leave too. You got to, you got to know when to walk away. Cause if you're going to hurt somebody, just leave, just leave. You know, there's no need to put somebody through unnecessary pain. You know, it's painful to leave, but it's, sometimes it's just, just as painful to stay. So, you know, choose those battles wisely would be my opinion. Um, and more specifically, just choose you choose your health choose your family choose your children choose your um choose your position you know what position do you want to be in what position do you want to show up in like that's what I'm getting at and y'all I'm almost coming up on the 30 minute mark I can't believe it I missed you so much I miss this mic so much dear Mike I miss you <laughs> so yeah uh, that was this episode, love and relationships, uh, summation. Don't choose somebody based on their pee. You know, was was that a salt and pepper song? Is it salt and pepper? You down with OPP? No, it wasn't. Y'all don't even ever repeat that. I said that. <laughs> it, down with OPP? Yeah, you know me chilling my age a little bit yeah I'm a that 80s baby <laughs> but uh, yeah don't choose a partner based on the P you know and honestly you have to be very mindful when you choose someone based on potential so there's a difference from potential of what they could be and what they're showing you they're 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 able to do right um, some men have potential to be millionaires but they stuck in that poverty mindset bruh can have potential to be the next bill gates but if he's completely comfortable working at mcdonald's and pulling in that good 13 dollars an hour for the rest of his life you know you gotta choose wisely um but then there are other men who are you know they the janitor right now girl but he's working he's going to night school and he got a five-year plan to be the next executive of such and such you know chris gardner is a great example of that the man from the pursuit of happiness you know his story about uh, being homeless with his son and struggling kind of that rags of riches like girl don't turn your back on him because you're, you're gonna blink and then he's a millionaire and now you're sick okay now you're sick pick up your face <laughs> but then there's also those guys who are like they talk a good game like yeah girl I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be that but then it's like uh but on this time frame so you gotta listen you know their actions and their words need to match up and if they don't match just keep it moving and the same thing for women or for men you know when it comes to women a woman can tell you all day yeah I'm gonna do this but her actions are gonna show you I know for me, I'm a, I'm such a grinder and it's not that I don't want the help, but I'm not going to ask you. I'm, I'm not I'm just like that. I'm not going to ask you to do something if I already know to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like we give people outs too often. Like 
if you know trash garbage day is Tuesday, if I have to tell you every week to take out the trash, I'm not going to do it. You know why? Because I'm responsible enough to remember that garbage day is on Tuesday. I'm also responsible enough to make sure to know where the hell everything is in the house and how things function. We give people outs all the time because we tell them, oh, you know, men are forgetful you know women are forget you know she don't remember she don't do this we give people outs all the time but if i'm able to do it there's nothing supernatural about me that is not also supernatural about you so it's just a desire i'm not i'm not willing to do it or i'm not willing to do it without a reminder so guess what i'm not for you because i'm not i'm not the reminder type you better get an app on your phone you better set a clock or something put it on your put it on your calendar and remember how to do a quarter of the stuff that I do to make my life easier if that's not the case then I don't need it <laughs> you're going to be a blessing or you're going to be a burden it's just going to be one or the other it's, there's no in between so yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get off here y'all because I'm y'all gonna get me going and I'm not gonna stop Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, check me out on my website, www.3wsinglemomstuff.blog. All correct spelling, singlemomstuff.blog, B-L-O-G. Um, also, check out my books. I am actually going to do an excerpt of my books on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at A-B underscore writes all. A is an alpha. A is an alpha, B is in Bravo, underscore writes all, correct spelling, W R I T E S A L L on Instagram. Uh, my books are Seven Short Breaths and Liars Involved. Liars Involved. Both are on sale on Amazon under author A Brene, B R E N E E. So if you're looking for some great reads, check those out. I love you, love you, love you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And I'm so glad to be back on the mic. Like that recording in the car was just not where it was at. <laughs> so we're going to do more of these. I'm coming back, y'all. I am coming back because hey, I want to do things the right way so I can get more viewers, get more listeners um, because I have a message. I have a story to tell and I have some people I want to help. I want to make a difference in this world all right get some rest i know i'm about to get some rest i love y'all have a good one peace